it's, uh, it's Farringdon Local, it's Sean from Farringdon Local and it's Sunday the 20th of November. Definitely getting closer to Christmas now, isn't it? Uh, I could definitely say that uh, quite safely now without people saying you're mentioning it too early. Anyway, let's kick uh, straight off with a piece of music from an uh, artist who's going to be here in Farringdon in a few days' time on Thursday the 24th at the Corn Exchange. And it's a song uh, called You're the Moment from Martin Joseph. Craving for caress The pristine revelation That there still is righteousness My comfort and my passion You're my pride without the fall Your presence is like incense At the entrance to the hall You're as sacred as the Jordan And all the mystery My rainbow shades of serenity The hummingbirds of Georgia On their flight to Hudson Bay Your enduring heart sustains me Through the journey of each day Keen anticipation that the summer will supply The lavender aroma of an infinite July You are quietness, you are elation You are the anthem of the night The reason I'm not fearful Come the dimming of the light Sacred as the Jordan And all the mystery My rainbow shades of serenity The hummingbirds of Georgia On their flight to Hudson Bay Your enduring heart sustains me Through the journey of each day Promise 
say that was uh, Martin Joseph appearing here on Thursday the 24th, the Corn Exchange. Um, £15, tickets from the Tourist Information Office, which is just around the corner, uh, behind the uh, Corn Exchange. And uh, he's got quite an extensive uh, career behind him there. Uh, I wasn't quite aware of all this, but has uh, in the past been played with uh, Jules Holland and uh, Art Garfunkel. So uh, sounds like it's going to be a cracking evening uh, down there, down at the Corn Exchange this Thursday. Um, okay, what we got on the show this week? Um, well, first of all, I'm just going to mention we just released, uh, eventually released, a second special. Uh, it's going to be about, it was about, it is about, it's still there, the Bullpen Art Centre over at Stamford in the Vale, where I managed to chat with Helen Jacobs and uh, gave me a very extensive audio tour, really, so it's the best way to describe it, a walk around and a description of what, what they do there, what you can get involved with, um, about the courses or the workshops that they run. Uh, it's a foundry, really. That's what uh, it's one of the big things that they uh, are, are engaged with, and uh, where people can go along and uh, create their models uh, in uh, clay, etc., and uh, have them bronze or, uh, or or cast iron, really. Um, but anyway, have a listen to the show if you find it on our on our website, farringdonradio.com website, and just find it there listed under specials, and it's the one underneath the Farringdon Brewery. Uh, which is uh, now we're topped over 200 downloads, which I'm uh, it's very nice to hear about anyway. Okay, now, show today, um, well, you've got a feature about life coaches, or, well, I've been to interview a life coach. be honest, I never knew what one was or what they did, etc., or anything around them, really. But I saw an advert uh, uh, in the post office. You may have seen it. You stand there in queue, in the queue, looking up, and there's a big picture there of Dominic Ventura. I think that's the way I'm supposed to pronounce it. Uh, he's a life coach based here in Farringdon, but operates all over the place, really, all around the world. And uh, anyway, I've been along to interview him, and he's going to give us a good description of what being a life coach is about. Well, a short description. I think it's one of those interviews whereby I could have been there all afternoon and probably only just scraping the surface. Anyway, here's our interview with Dominic Ventura, life coach. Okay, I'm here with Dominic uh, Ventura, who's uh, just three times tried to explain to me how to pronounce his surname, and I'm not too sure I got it right there, Dominic, did I? But anyway, we've just been chatting about um, about what it is to be a life coach. I mean, that's that's your 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 your, your title, so to speak. And you just maybe initially just summarise in a in a paragraph, if that's possible, what life coaching is about. Okay, well, life coaching. You know, a lot of people think they are a life coach. And I think when you are 20 years old, for example, and you say to everybody that you are a life coach, you are making a big mistake. Mm. If you're talking about life, it's about life experience. Mm -hmm. You have to have some experience be, be, uh, behind you in order to, to be coaching life, if you know what I mean. Sure. So a life coach before anything is somebody who has an experience of life and has been working in lots of different fields and is able to basically not advise you certainly not advise you, mm -hmm. but coach you in a very smooth kind of way, which means, okay, talk about yourself, I'm listening, mm -hmm. and I want you to tell me what's wrong with you, what is not, is your life, are you happy in your life, have you got a balance, mm -hmm. uh, is, uh, are you happy in your professional life, are you happy in your private life, and do you manage to manage the two together? Mm -hmm. This is why life coaches. You said not advising, but when I mentioned earlier on, just before we started recording, is it a bit like counselling? You said, no, it's not It's not like counselling. But counsellors would say they don't advise. So if they're not advising, they're finding out and doing something. How? 
I'm still unsure there. If it's not advising, what, what do you do for people? Then? Okay, I'm going to give you a very, yeah. very, very good example of people you meet every day of your life. And they say to, they say to you, you should do this and you mm. should do that. They very often don't do it themselves, mm. but they yeah, say to you, yes. oh, you should do that. And you realize, well, no, you're wrong, actually. But in their head is, is, is the right thing to do. So it is very difficult to advise people mm. uh, and you've got to go and see specialists for that uh, because they would advise you on a very, very uh, targeted subject mm. and they know exactly what they're talking about. For example, uh, an advisor, a finance advisor will tell you exactly what to do and if you don't mm. follow what he says, there is a big chance you're going to be bankrupt. Absolutely. So this, go is, wrong. Yeah. this yeah. is advising. Okay. Now, the, be the best example I can give to you as quick as I can, as short as I can. If you don't know how to drive, you go and see an instructor, mm. he's a teacher, he's going to tell you how to drive, how to press the left pedal, the right pedal, and so on, mm -hmm. so on. He's an advisor, sure. he's an instructor, he's going yeah. to tell you what to do. Now, you know how to drive, and you want to drive on a, on a fast circuit, you want to drive very fast, mm. with very extra skills. So you're going to go to Silverstone, you get in a car, and there is an instructor going to next to you. Mm -hmm. And the instructor is going to say to you, okay, if you want to drive and take a bend at 100 miles an hour, you're going to have to do this and this and this. And if you don't do it, you're going to crash. Mm -hmm. He is an instructor. He is an advisor. But he's also a mentor. Right. Because okay. he's going to tell you very specifically, very strongly what to do. And if you mess up with him, you're going to, you're going to crash the car. Okay. Now, the instructor leaves the car and you're on your own, on the wheel, looking at the road in Silverstone on a circuit, mm -hmm. okay? And you're on your own and you go, oh God, I know how to drive now. And behind you, there is somebody tapping on your shoulder mm -hmm. and you turn. And this person says to you, where do you want to go? Mm -hmm. This is a coach. Okay. I think I think I can tell the difference. I think I'm, I'm picking it up a little bit. It's it, it, yeah, you know you can. It's have very a, subtle, isn't it? Uh, yeah, you it's can have subtle. all the luggage. Yeah. Imagine yourself. You've got two massive heavy suitcase. Yes. Picture that. Picture yeah. it. Two massive heavy su suitcase, and you basically, uh, and and they, they basically are all your knowledge. Mm. And you go to the train station with the very two heavy suitcases, with all the knowledge of your life, all your life, your past. Mm your drama, your pain, your joys, everything is in these two suitcases. And you go to the train station, you get into the platform, and suddenly you think, am I on the right platform? Mm -hmm. What train am I going to take? Where am I going? Mm -hmm. A coach is going to help you to oh, find out okay. yourself which kind of direction you should go. So it's helping, you, you, it's helping you to help yourself then, isn't helping it? Helping really? you to help yourself yeah, by okay. providing you with tools which are going to allow you to find mm. the resource you have actually inside you, but you don't know how to use them. Okay. So on a more practical, personal level, let's say somebody, I mean, I saw your advert in the, in the, in the post office, let's say somebody from Farringdon comes to you, what sort of person would you be expecting, well, quite broad, broad, broad to say, but... Um, could you give me an example of somebody that might come to you and how you would be able to guide them but not advise them? What, what process would you be going through? Well, 
most people, uh, a lot of people on, in this world are more and, and more lost mm -hmm. with their lives. And there are a lot of different reasons for that. Mm. They watch stupid programs, uh, mm. making your brain even less clever than it was originally. Making my brain hurt half the time. Exactly. <laughs> uh, you also, that's very important, You we do eat a lot of stuff which is damaging our nervous system and brain. Uh, I'm, I'm uh, there are no example I can I can give to you, but saying for example, uh, fizzy drinks. Mm. I'm not going to say more, uh, or yes. fast food, and I'm not going to name anything. But the fact of the matter is, people are lost for a lot of different reasons, and one of them is because they don't use their brain anymore. Mm. They just wait for things to happen, and they don't know how to communicate, and they don't. They just text you. And by doing that, they are making themselves lazier mm -hmm. and less inquiring and less, you know, searching for answers. And, 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 and because of that, they become stuck. So I see you find somebody like that who comes to you, feels that unsure where they're going in life, their career, their personal situation. How do you get them to get out of this malaise and, and go forward then? Well, uh, of course, I've got some tools in order to get into people and mm -hmm. to find out about what is a real problem and what is a real issue. Uh, I was formed by the best coaching academy in the world, the London Coaching Academy, mm -hmm. and I'm an NLP practitioner. Uh, That's neuro-linguistic neuro program. Programming, right. Now, yes. uh, this program has been put together by two uh, very, very competent people. Mm -hmm. One was a psychiatrist, and w one was a linguist. So they put these tools together in order for uh, them and, uh, and everybody interested in the NLP, in order for them to uh, basically caliber and determine and uh, judge in a kind of way what the people problem is. Mm, right, so okay. I work with NLP tools and it allows me to basically find out uh, what 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 is we really your issue, um, and it's by basically first of all listening. Mm -hmm. That's very important. Yeah. You've got to be a very good listener to be a coach in general. Mm -hmm. And secondly, uh, basically allowing the person to express herself, uh, it's uh, himself uh, as mm -hmm. much as she or he can. Okay. You, you've got qualifications in doing this. You've been doing this for a number of years, haven't you? Absolutely. Do people have to have qualifications? It's, I get, I, I, is it one of those things, could I just say, I'm a life coach, I know a bit about people, I've got some good experiences, stick a notice up saying I'm a life coach? Well, that's what I was saying at the beginning. If, if, if you're very young mm -hmm. and, you, and you say to whoever you, wants to listen to you that you're a coach, Mm. You are taking a lot of risk uh, because the, the first the first uh, tool to have to be a coach is to be to have a life life mm. experience. Sure, so absolutely. A lot of people are saying I am a life coach, mm. but not a lot of them are really. I pretend to be a very a, a very good life coach, appreciated by a lot of people, mm. uh, and. Uh, as I said to you, I work with politicians and celebrities. Mm -hmm. uh, but I think my best quality is my experience of life. Mm -hmm. So yes, you, anybody can say, 
I am a life coach, but what have you got behind you? But legally speaking, someone could technically say that. There's yeah. No, yeah, absolutely. So what, what, absolutely. what course have you done? What, what training and, and, and qualifications do you As I said, I, was co I, was, uh, uh, I got my, all my qualification, which is seven degrees, uh, one, uh, two with the ICF, International Coach Federation, right, USA. Okay. Yeah. And the second one is the London Academy, in uh, London Coaching Academy. Mm. So uh, that is a lot, a lot of, uh, of, uh, of uh, courses, mm. uh, and it's quite a lot of money to be spent. No, I bet it uh, is. I never, yes, yeah. never regretted it. Well, it's a long, it's a long program by the sounds of it. That's continuous training, yeah, I thought, isn't it? You're, absolutely. You're probably still learning yourself out yeah. this, Only this the, area. Only the NLP uh, is six month training right. uh, with two exams, which are quite tough. Yeah. And it's constant learning. And LP, you, know, you, you learn constantly about people. Mm. You never know everything about people. And you certainly don't judge people. You mm. just try to understand what they are. We all have a map. Mm. All of us. It's our life. Right. And we okay. follow our map. But the problem is people sometimes only follow their map. Sure. And by yeah. doing that, they don't explore yeah. what we call it in NLP the territory yeah and the territory are all of the maps around you okay. and if you don't check the other maps you're stuck you're lost yeah mm. well that's a good background to it I think it's one of those things uh trying to condense it in 10 minutes I think we could be here all night and all week talking about it really couldn't we and uh and probably only just be scratching the surface even then but thanks very much for your time I really appreciate it's a that pleasure. and um and uh good luck for the future thank you very much thank you Okay, that was our uh, interview with Dominic Ventura, and I think it's got a quite a, a, a good a, a sort of starting understanding of what a, a life coach is about. I um, I must admit I'm I'm still a little vague about some some aspects of it, but I think it's one of those things that uh, we need to probably discuss it a little further. I think maybe uh, uh, perhaps in a few months' time, maybe go back and uh, do a further. Uh, investigation of what a life coach is about really so i think it's a very interesting subject and one that's obviously very useful to many people so uh, i think dominic will be coming back to you and uh, and digging a little further into this and maybe getting some more uh, interesting stories without revealing any names should we say okay uh just before we go to our second piece of music uh just want to uh, uh, announce it with uh, apart from a, a new bullpen a new special about the bullpen which has just been released um in a few weeks time and uh, I should should I be saying in a few weeks' time because maybe I'm not going to meet that deadline. I say before Christmas. I'm I'm, I'm confident it's going to be before Christmas. Uh, we'll be having another show, another regular show, not just specials. Uh, another show, um, uh, and it will be a music show aimed at new music for the uh, say the Swindon, Farringdon, Wantage, Oxford area. Perhaps more heading towards the the, the Swindon side of things, I suppose. Really. Um, Working with Pete Rowe from Decoit Studios, uh, we haven't actually decided on the name of the show yet. Um, but it's going to be a sort of a, it's going to be actually part of a separate, uh, uh, separate website, separate station as well, a separate radio show or podcast show anyway, called From the Ladder Factory. Okay, it's going to be based and associated with Pete's Studios, Decoit Studios, which is now in the process of being developed and moved down to a place called the Ladder Factory down at uh, Shrivenham. Uh, it's, a new, it's a complex down there, uh, some outbuildings, etc., all slowly being converted, and the area is going to be the Ladder Factory. So we're going to call our collective shows from the Ladder Factory. So has anybody out there got some music? They want us to, uh, uh, bands, they want us to play some of their music, and 
and we can extend it really and uh, have some longer tracks and hopefully interview some bands and find out what's going on in the music scene in the area and uh, that'll be the place to listen to and uh, we'll uh, definitely be announcing that hoping uh, oh three four five weeks oh dear i'm already extending the time already anyway aren't i i'll stop rambling on i'll play some more music anyway all right coming up and uh this friday the doctor yeah friday the 25th one of uh, sam prince's mad events down at the crown he's got three bands playing down there uh well, who's he got he's got um tides of change uh a band i think i'm gonna hopefully pronounce correctly mort delmar uh, I don't know if I, I hope I have anyway. If they, if they if they know about it, let me know anyway. And uh, here's a song uh, by a, a band called The Loves, and it's a song called Naomi.
Okay, that was the loves of the song of theirs called uh, Naomi. And uh, I should stop saying this phrase, a song of theirs. I mean, everybody's, all the music I play is theirs because I don't play cover music or anything like that. Really, you know, It's a naff phrase. I'm going to stop myself from saying it, really. Yes, I'm definitely going to stop saying. Anyway, that was uh, that was uh, the loves, and uh, initially when I heard about the loves are coming to Farringdon, did a bit of uh, research, and uh, I found out the band from Cardiff. And I thought, is this really the loves coming all the way from Cardiff? And I realised that was a different band that uh, disbanded a few years ago, and uh, no, this is a band from Swindon. So uh, they'll be playing at the Crown on the 25th of uh, of this month, this Friday coming. Uh, free entry, one of Sam Prince's mad events down there. Um, okay, what we got? So our interview now. Oh, we got an interview now with um, Alison Moore. Now Alison Moore runs the Porridge Club. Well, not solely on her own, I suppose. Really, that's not the right. It's not the right way to describe it. Um, but you may have seen uh, uh, the shop there in the corner of uh, London Street and and the marketplace, and seen the name of the Porridge Club, and wondered, well, what's that title about? Why is it called that? It looks like a, a, a an ordinary charity shop. What's what's the difference about it? Well. Um, Listen to the interview and we'll find out. So here's an interview with Alison Moore from the Porridge Club. Okay, well, I'm with Alison Moore, who uh, uh, works with or for the uh, African Children's Funds, the Porridge Club. We, we all know the shop in the marketplace there. Uh, is it works for or what, what's yours? I know you, you were involved in setting up the charity, weren't you? So what's your what title? Did you have a title? No. No? <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, I basically, um, I, I kind of co um support the porridge clubs right, which okay. we set up yeah. and I manage the two shops in uh, Letchlade as sure. well okay as now, well as fundraising for the porridge right, clubs right I get it okay now just trying to uh, get our heads around what, what um, African Children's Fund is I know you've been involved in doing fund, uh, fundraising work for uh, African funds for a number of years and you were part of the uh, African conflict uh, shop just around the corner for a Action. while Action, action, action for people. Action for people in conflict. Yes. But based on your experience over in Kenya, you decided you came back and worked with Peter um, Tyra. Peter Tyra, and then set up this new charity. Yes. So how did you? What what made you? What what was the spark to change your, or to alter your focus a little bit? Then what was it? What were you seeing over there? As you you went over to visit in Kenya, didn't you? I, I the the thing that sparked me was the absolute desire. And determination of children to be educated, right. because okay. children, the children in Africa, see their future mm. as being educated, right. and without education, they can't get a job, and without a job, they sure. can't feed their families, and they'll be stuck in the same old cycle of poverty. Right. It is their way out of poverty. So they were making their way to school, yeah. but you, you noticed that actually they were hungry, basically. Basically, yes, and they were falling asleep in their lessons. Right. Um, because they walked up to five kilometres, some of them, yeah. and they were thinking about their stomachs and not their brains. Yeah, But okay. their desire to be there was intense. So this, So you came back with the idea of wanting to raise funds specifically to make sure... That they could be fed and therefore take advantage of the opportunity of going to school. There wasn't Absolutely. no point in them being there in the first place, was it? If they're going Absolutely. to fall asleep. Absolutely, that's right. She so came back. You, you, did you try this initiative to do this through the conflict for for people uh, Africa? But they weren't that. It was. They didn't feel it fitted into their. It didn't their fit role. into their profile at the time. Okay. 
Um, and what we did, we started up with a group of us. Um, we, we started up fundraising by having porridge breakfasts. Okay. Um, in Farringdon. When was this then? When did you start there? 2006. Right, okay. Um, yeah. I was out in Kenya for about five weeks in 2005. Mm-hmm. And we started this in 2006, so at the beginning of 2006. And at the Easter of 2006, we opened our first porridge club in St. Patrick's School in Thika. Right, okay. So Thika's in Kenya, Kenya. is that right? What yes. about in Kenya? I can't quite... Do you know, can you yes, it's visualize? about 30 to 40 kilometres north of Nairobi. And that's the capital of Nairobi, is it? Capital of Nairobi, okay. yeah. And there are many other charities working in that area, or are you? No, not really. Action for people in conflict work there. Right. Okay. Um, we work there, and a Dutch charity works there, mm-hmm. and then a couple of smaller. Um, sure. Feeding yeah. work. So compared there. to other. Big areas we see a lot about in television. It's yeah. not as well provided for by charities then. Well, obviously yeah. a few now. Yeah. Yeah. So the idea was you, you then you set up this charity and what you got? How many shops have you got now? We've got five shops. Five shops. This yeah. all in this area, is it? In all Birmingham in the or? area. Two in Lechlade. We've got the bookshop and a clothes shop in Lechlade. Mm-hmm. Got the shop in Farringdon. Grove and Whitney. Right, okay, so that's quite, quite spread, isn't it? Yeah. And they've got and, and any more plans to open anymore? or? Not at the moment. No, no, no I think it, uh, as far as I'm aware, it's a bit of a consolidation sure. at the moment. Yeah, okay. Um, and how much are you raising per year, do you think, to send out? I think, I don't know the exact figures, mm-hmm. I'll be quite honest, but I should think we're raising and sending out. About seventy thousand to eighty thousand pounds a year. Okay, well, that's that's a lot. That's still a lot of money. I'm sure yeah. that probably goes a long way over there, does it? It goes a long way because a porridge breakfast. Yeah. Whereas when I started, only cost threepence or three mm. p. Yeah. Um, now costs about five p because they have had a lot of inflation. Right. Okay. So that's still a lot of breakfast, isn't that's it? That's a lot of breakfast. Yeah. And who manages it for you over there? Do you have your own direct representative, or do you work with? Other agencies or something? No, we work, we have set up um, a a charity there, Mm -hmm. which is run by the headmasters of the schools um, and uh, an ex-educational gentleman from Nairobi government and, and a lawyer. Right. Okay. So we have. Um, You've got a team of there that handles the money. There that handles the money, and the money because it's going to the headmasters, it's going straight into the schools. Right. There's okay. no pockets or yeah um, okay. layers for it to fall through. And this is just for buying food. Is it just porridge, or do you just spread it out? I mean, or is that just just the name you play with now? It's the it name you play with because actually the the porridge it's actually made up of kidney beans. Oh right. Ground. Yeah. Ground kidney beans, ground soya beans, ground millet. Right. Okay. Metals. Oh right. Um. A bit of a zing. Sugar. Then. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. it's a complete meal yeah. in itself. Okay. And milk and. Sure. Uh, yeah. Okay. And it's pink. 
Oh, right. What, what makes it pink, then? Is it the beans? The, the kidney beans, the yes. kidney beans, of course, yes. yeah. 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 Oh, okay. So how many children do you think you're feeding a year? We're could you feeding say? A, um, every day now. We're feeding about 1,080 a day. And these would be children who wouldn't be having a... Wouldn't be having a meal first day otherwise, meal. yes. Yeah. yes. Well, that's excellent news, isn't it? Well, I think, you yeah, know... Well, it, the St Patrick's School, which is the school I know best because I've been mm. working with it the longest, has gone from the bottom in its school um, ratings. Oh, right. So this is a noticeable positive impact on them because they're concentrating now. A impact yeah. because it's gone right to virtually the top. Oh, excellent. Oh, in, right. in the yeah. whole area. Okay. And it's, of course, it's got a very inspirational headmaster. Mm-hmm. Peter Newsy is a credibly committed a, a headmaster we'd be proud to have in any Anywhere. schools here. Yeah. Okay, um, that's good. And he's just opened a new special needs school, a new build special needs school. And we're hoping that in the spring we'll be able to open a porridge club there. Okay. So can I go back to the shops again? So how can people show support for it? Is it just by donations for, for goods? Donations, absolutely. We always need donations. Okay. Um, what do you take? I mean, do you take electrical stuff? Some we take electrical stuff, and right, that's okay. taken away and tested. Right. Okay. Because um, a number of charity shops don't touch it. Touch well, it, no, you they? have to be able. You have to have a qualified pack tester. Right, and you've made sure you've got one, so We've you can got take one. things in. Yes, so oh, we can take good. those in. So you take televisions and stereo systems, and yeah. Oh, good. And yeah. Computer stuff and things like that. Com- laptops. Laptops. Laptops are very, very useful because we can take laptops yeah. over to Kenya. Oh, so you wouldn't sell those? You'd actually use We'd them. We'd actually use them. A PDA? Yeah. I've, got a, I've got a spare PDA at home, which is <laughs> a bit ancient. Now you get all this stuff on a phone, yeah, but yeah. a few years ago, PDA was something. Would you make yeah. use of one of those then? Well, I might be able might be. to. Oh, you well, never well, know. Well, make sure you get one then. We've got yeah. one at home for you. Yeah. That's good. Okay, well, that's great news, and uh, good luck for the future with it, and hope it keeps going from strength to strength. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, we've got the right title in the end. It's actually the African Children's Fund. Uh, the Porridge Club is uh, uh, is derived from that, in uh, as well as very well described there by Alison Moore. Um, okay, just uh, uh, again, we've been talking about from new things coming up on Farringdon Radio, um, and uh, we're trying to expand in some respects. Some of you may have seen my little note going round there on on Facebook, if you're uh, connected to uh, uh, Facebook and get my messages, or on findin.org. Um, what we're looking for are, is anybody, are there any uh, writers out there? Uh, we're trying to create maybe um, a, a, a reading, uh, a book reading, a bit like book at bedtime or book in the afternoon or whatever you want to call it, really. Uh, anybody there who's uh, created their own uh, their own stories? Uh, we have people who will do the reading for you. If you don't feel that's your strength, actually be able to read. But um, if you come forward, uh, I suppose short stories would be better. Uh, we could do full novels, but they may have to be abridged or if they're short novels. Uh, and uh, maybe just have them extended over a number of programs. Um Please come forward. Don't be shy. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. And again, also from anybody, uh, any playwrights out there uh, who's interested and uh, maybe putting together, uh, we could work together, maybe put a little radio play together. Something very keen to try and do if you're out there and you've written something and uh, 
maybe if you know some uh, actors as well it would always also help i'm not exactly putting myself forward to be an actor here in any way uh, i'll just be a recording engineer so uh, if you're out there and you've got something you want to share with us uh, please do get in touch and uh, hopefully we'll try and create some new shows Okay, I just want to announce another couple of events coming up. Uh, I say announce, it makes it sound like I'm going to announce something more about finding radio. All these new ideas we're developing here. But no, no, there's a couple of events coming up here in town. I think uh, I want everyone to be to know about, really. Um, on Saturday the 26th of November, there's a, a quite a big, well-organised uh, charity event down at the Crown Hotel. Uh, I presume it's going to be in their back room. I think we'll get everybody in the front room for this. Uh, it's all in aid of uh, Alzheimer's research. Uh, and uh, it's five pounds tickets from uh, the crown or pat thomas butchers uh, i got four acts playing down there ben phillips who we're just about to play out to trev williams and the blowbacks who we played earlier on the uh, this year and uh, evolution who evolution i don't know that i'm not sure i think it might be a covers band but i'm not 100 sure about that um I'm sure they'll get upset if I got that wrong, really, wouldn't I? Um, anyway, they've got uh, uh, raffle prizes and uh, a room for two at the Crown, including uh, at the including breakfast there, hot spuds. Very, sounds like a great evening down there, anyway. Uh, who's organising it? Holly's organising that. Um, so if you want to get in touch, and uh, they're at the Crown or Pat Thomas for tickets for that event down there on Saturday the 26th of November. Uh, we do actually have another event coming up uh, in a couple of weeks' time, which I want to tell you about. Here, where is it? It's another one. Oh, here was a Cotswold Voices. Um, this is uh, down at the junior school, Farringdon Junior School, Friday the second of December. The Cotswold Voices. Uh, we interviewed Joe Moore uh, a few, well, a couple of months ago now, and uh, uh, not that we we're playing the Cotswold Voices music because that was. Uh, that was covers, but uh, it sounds like it's going to be a great evening down there, performing hits by Take That, ABBA, REM, Beach Boys, plus a very special, it says here, a very special never-before-performed Christmas medley. Oh, be interesting to know what that's going to consist, consist of, really, isn't it? Anyway, all starts at 7.30, entry is free, all donations to the NSPCC, and uh, very much like as many people as possible to come down and uh, and join them in and uh, and support the NSPCC. So that's Joe Moore with the Cotswold Voices on Friday, second December, at the Farringdon Junior School. Okay, I think I've had enough announcements uh, for this show, haven't we? Really? Um, Say, so, uh, yeah, we're coming to almost forty minutes now. We don't really try to go much over that if we can help it. Anyway, here's as we're going to finish off now with a song by Ben Phillips, who will be playing at the Crown on the twenty sixth, and it's a song called "Stuck Inside Your Heart." I could tell you what it feels like To be stuck inside your heart All I want's the chance to be there from the start I bet you've had your reservations About the politics and blood That's been spilled in light of all you've said and done I never wanted nothing from you Now I'm standing at your feet you're definitely something that I never wished to meet And if my days are done and I burn well at least I'll say I tried Cause you told them that you'd save them It's pretty obvious you lied People tell me that you saved them you're the reason they found love 
I hope it's worth pretending you're above People tell themselves they need you Cause they're scared of letting go But I know you're not there and I'm proud to let it show Never wanted nothing from you Now I'm standing at your feet And you're definitely something that I never wish to meet And if my days are done and I burn well At least I'll say I tried Just told them that you'd save them It's pretty obvious you lied It's obvious you lied What happened to all the miracles that you made back in the day? No more floods and now it's okay to be gay Have you gone on a vacation or given up the ghost? Cause you never seem to be there now, we all need you the most Never wanted nothing from you, now I'm standing at your feet I concur, I think you're something that I never wished to meet and if my days are done and I burn well At least I'll say I tried Cause you told them that you'd save them It's pretty obvious you lied It's obvious you lied